and we back in this thing like we left some. Welcome back, y'all, to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. I missed y'all. Um, I was off last week. Took me a personal day. <laughs> but we back this week, y'all, with uh, a new story. Um, like I told y'all earlier. This season won't be as many funny stories. It's going to be some serious stories in there. Um, but every now and again, we'll take a break, try to have a little fun with it. So with that being said, let's move forward with it. I got a story to tell y'all. Let's go. story takes place in the summer of 1994. Hmm. I'm going into my sophomore year of high school. And that summer I got a job at the LeBlanc Boys and Girls Club in Over the Rhine, right? Downtown Cincinnati. And so the job I had was kind of like, like a counselor so to speak at the boys and girls club so me and a bunch of other high school kids got jobs there and so every day that I would come in I would walk into the boys and girls club and go to this room where all the other high school workers work um, where they would uh, be sitting and so in this room we had like checkers chess uh, foosball table pool table all this stuff and so two people I really got tight with were this young lady um, I forget her name but she wasn't from Cincinnati she was from Riverside California and she was getting in a lot of trouble and so she moved with her family to Ohio the other person I got real cool with was this dude he was from Detroit we called him Light I never knew Light's real name and so Light in the summers would come to Cincinnati he had family living in Cincinnati but his mother and stepfather lived in Detroit and so to keep him out of trouble and keep him out the house, he would come to Cincinnati for the summer. Now, this was not intended to be the story this week. Um, this came about because me, me and one of my boys were having a conversation. So me and one of my boys were on the phone and um, I asked my boy G, I said, hey, um, you know, ask him how he been. Because we ain't rapped in a while. I asked him how he's been, what's been going on. And then I asked about his uncle. And he was like, man, you know him. Still fucking with that crack and shit. So I'm like, crack? I'm like, nigga still smoke crack in 2023? He's like, yeah. I'm like, who's still making crack in 2023? He was like, man, he finding shit somewhere. So he and I started talking. And he was like, hey, Mike, let me ask you something. I said, what's up? He said, do you remember what age or, you know, when it was or what happened when you decided that you were not? gonna fuck with drugs i'm like huh 
He's like, you know how most cats, they'll smoke weed, whatever, and all that. I'm like, uh-huh. He said, at what age did you, like, say, I'm good on, like, dope, all that shit? And I said, you know what, G? I remember the exact time when I said that to myself. And so that's today's story. So let's get to it. So like I said, I'm working at the LeBlanc Boys and Girls Club in Over the Ride, downtown Cincinnati. And every day at work for lunch, we would go one of three places. We would either go down to Finley Market, we would go to Kentucky Fried Chicken um, that sat on this street called Liberty, or we'd go around the corner to Central Parkway and go to Golden Skillet. That was the Asian-owned chicken spot. So, one day I'm going to lunch. I come out the Boys and Girls Club, I bust a right, I'm going down like a little alleyway. I see two dudes sitting outside. One is leaned over, like he's slumped over. Um, he looked like he in bad shape. Like he looked like he's going through. The other guy has on some dirty ass slacks, some black shoes, like they look like they done swole up on him. Like they, they fat, they some fat ass shoes. And he has on like a white t-shirt. All this shit is like dirty. So as I'm walking by, he say, hey young man. I say, what's up? Let me get some change. I said, I ain't got no change. Well, what the fuck you going to Kentucky Fried Chicken for? So I'm like, man, I always go over there to eat. I know. Let me get some change. I said, I ain't got no change, man. Why the fuck you going to eat? So I laugh it off. I keep walking. I go get my chicken. Coming back by, young man. I said, what's up? Let me get some change. I said, I ain't got no change. You got some change. You just went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. So I keep walking. I go to work. In work, having a good time. Um, so every day in work, we would listen to music. Um, and at the time, the song that was like top on my list was Thuggish Ruggish Bones by Bones, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? Y'all know. It's the Thuggish Ruggish. Y'all know that shit, right? So the chick from Riverside, she had the tape and she would play it in this boom box and she repeated that shit all day. So I'm like, man, that shit hot. Believe in work. I walk, like going to the bus stop, see the same two dudes sitting there. Young man. I said, what's up, man? Let me get some change. So man, I ain't got no change. Well, how the fuck you going to the bus stop, man? I just keep walking. Next day. Come to work, same routine. Me and my boy Light walking up out of the Boys and Girls Club. He like, man, you trying to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we walking down there. He, young man. So my boy Light like, what's up, man? Let me get some spare chain. He say, nah, bro, I only got enough money to give me something. To eat. I don't want to hear that shit. So I'm laughing. We walk, get our food. We coming back by young man. I say, what's up, man? Let me get some spare change. I said, man, you know I ain't got no spare Man, shut the fuck up. You got some spare change. I'm like, man, I ain't got no spare change. Well, get the fuck out of here. So I walk off. Me and Light, we laugh and whatever. So I tell Light, I say, man, they need to stay off that liquor, man. Them niggas be on some drunk shit. Yada, yada. He like, man, them niggas ain't no drunks. I'm like, huh? Hey man, them niggas on drugs. So we back and forth. I'm like, man, nah, that nigga getting spare change. He trying to go get him a beer or something. You know how it go. He, nah, nigga, them niggas on, on that shit. So we back and forth. Rest of the day go. 
I'm leaving out of work, going to the bus stop. I get close. Now, this is the summertime. I get close to the two dudes. They always sitting there. The one dude, his partner that, that like never says anything, he's leaning over and he's moving in slow motion. And I'm like, damn, this nigga struggling. I see old school. He don't say shit to me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I go to bus, bus stop, go home. Next day, lunchtime. I'm walking down the alleyway toward, you know, where the two dudes usually sit. I see the one that's always talking. He walking towards me. He, young man. I say, what's up, man? And before I can say what's up and let him respond, I seen he had some dollars and some change in his hand. I said, I see you got some spare change today. Get out of my goddamn business. Let me have some spare change. I said, I ain't got no change, man. You already got some. Man, shut the fuck up. And he walk on by. So I get closer to his partner that's, that's sitting down, that usually sit down that way. And this dude is looking like he's in the worst condition ever. He is throwing up and shit at this point. I'm like, you good? You all right? He waved me off real slow. Like, basically leave him the hell alone. I'm like, all right. So I go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, get my food, come back to uh, work. It's time to leave that day. I come out. I walk down to where the two dudes are. The one friend, he looking bad. Oh, he looking bad. He looked like life is kicking him square in his ass. Dude say, uh, I say, man, I, to the one that's talk, that always talked to me, I say, hey, I say, he good? He say, man, he just sick, man. I say, he needs something? Now, it's summertime. The dude who always talks to me, at this point, he got on them same dirty ass slacks with them swole up black shoes. He ain't got no shirt on, just the chest meat out. He like, man, he just needs some matters. I'ma go to the store and get him some. I say, all right, you sure he good? Yeah, he, he'll be all right. I say, all right. I go to the bus stop and I like the bus stop where I catch it at, I can see the two guys and I'm sitting there just watching. So he helps the sick friend up to stand up. Now, there's this big Catholic church on the corner of Liberty and Vine Street. A lot of homeless people hang out there, sleep there on the steps or whatever. They start walking down that way. So I'm like, hmm, let me watch. Let me see what's going on. So they go sit down on the steps. The sick dude sit down on the steps. The other one, he scurry off. I'm like, damn, did he leave me? Then I'm like, not concerned. I'm like, man, I see. I'll holler at him tomorrow. So I go home. Come back to work. I don't see either one of them on the corner when it's lunchtime. So I say, man, let me go down here to the church and see if I see him. I get down there. I see the sick one, but I don't see the other one that usually talks. I asked the sick, I said, you good? He real bad off. Like, he moving so slow. He smell like he done shit on himself. I mean, it's bad. So I'm like, bro, you good? You all right? He waved me off. I'm like, all right, man. So I asked a dude that was sitting on the steps by him. I said, hey, he all right? He was like, man, I don't know. I said, you seen his, his boy, his partner that's always with him? He was like, he said he was going to get him something. He'd be right back. I said, okay, cool. 
So I spent my whole lunch break like investigating this shit. Go back to work. Work day is over with, I'm going to the bus stop. I had already set in my head that I was gonna catch the 17, go to College Hill, go to Record Arcade, and get the single for Thuggish Ruggish Bone, right? So that's all on my brain at this point. Get on this bus, go get this tape, then I'm going home. I end up waiting at the bus stop and I see Light walking out. So I'm like, let me holler at him. So me and him talking for a minute. We shooting the shit and we see the two dudes, the two homeless cats, right? Me and Light start talking. I say, man, I'm telling you, these guys, they fuck with drink. You know, old boy throwing up, yada, yada, yada. He say, Mike, I guarantee they on dog food, a.k.a. Harold. I'm like, huh? He like, I guarantee they on, on that shit. I'm like, man, nah. So me and him back and forth about the shit. So he say, look at dude, the one that's always talking. Look at his forearms. Look at his, uh, you know, look at his arms, see if he got tracks, yada, yada. I'm like, all right. So we end up walking down by the church. Both of them are sitting there. I start talking to dude. All he care about, can he get some change? So he says, I need to get my boy some matters. So I say, what's wrong with your boy? Like, he don't even talk. He like, he's sick. So my boy light like, man, he going through the draw, Mike. I'm like, huh? Like, man, that nigga going through the draw. That's what he means. He's sick. He needs some matters. I'm like, man, that nigga. He's like, look at old boy for him. So I look, dude that talk, he ain't got no shirt on still. Yeah, it's summertime, it's hot. He talking, I look at his forearm, oh, his forearm tracked up, right? So I'm like, oh shit, them niggas fuck with that shit. So I'm like, okay, you got it, you was right. So me and him like, start walking off. Next week, we come to work, me and him at work. We talking. We going to lunch. See the two dudes. There's a street and there's like all these little alleys. The street's called Poplar. And there's these little alleys. See the two dudes in the alley. I say to the dude that I always talk to, him, I say, what's up with you, man? Nothing. I say, what you got going on today? You and my goddamn business. I say, all right, you got it. And I'm just watching. On some noses. He get up, he walk off. His homeboy still sitting there. Come back. His boy sick. My boy light. Meet me out there. He like, he say them niggas about to shoot up. Watch. Sure shit. The dude that didn't talk was super, super, super dope sick, right? He was dope sick. He had, you know, he had his fix. So he's he's sick, he's moving slow, he's throwing up. You know, like I said, he may have shit on himself, you know, cause that's, that's what happens sometimes. His boy take off that black swole ass, thick ass shoe he had on and shoot in between his toes. Looking at my boy, and I'm like, "What the fuck? He shooting on his? He was like, he probably can't find his veins no more in his arm. 
Then he give old boy the needle. Old boy shoot up. And they both just sit back. They sitting on the curb. They just sit back. And I knew, like I knew, I was like, fuck. I was like, I never want to do no shit like that. Like I never want to do drugs. I never, ever, ever, like, wanted to be so out of my mind, A, that I'm dependent on something to live, B, that, like, something has control over me, and, you know what I'm saying, just fuck up my, my whole life, so we walking back towards work, and me and, like, we talking and shit, and my head is fucked up, you know, I only knew crackheads and niggas that smoke weed, I ain't no shit about, you know, heroin, so I'm like, damn, and I knew some, some powder heads. So we walking back to work and we talking. I ask him, I'm like, man, how you know so much about that shit? He like, man, shit. In the D where I'm from, shit, motherfuckers be on that shit. And he got quiet. And I'm like, okay. He was like, Mike, why you think I come down here in the summer? I'm like, shit, uh, so you don't get in trouble. He like, yeah. He was like, and so I don't be around my mom and my stepdaddy. I'm like, okay. Like Mike, they both on heroin. I'm like, huh? He said, that's how I know what heroin addicts look like. He said, I try not to even be at home, you know, when school year's in. He said, school get out. I go to basketball practice. I stay late. He's like, even though I don't play varsity, I stay and watch varsity practice so I can go home later and just walk in the house and go to sleep. He's like, my mom and my stepdad on that shit. Is like, and I'm so afraid that I'm gonna get on that shit. He's like, cause it's just what's in my house. He's like, I already lost a brother. He OD. I'm like, shit. And that's when I knew, like, I didn't want to do drugs. I knew that that like around that time, that summer of '94, I did not want to fuck with that shit. And I never had. Only thing I've ever fucked with is some weed. And I ain't never been a big weed person. So, when my boy asked me, when did I know? That's when I knew. Rest in peace, like. <laughs>